Yins guys. Thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and today's June 6, 2021. Key Brian Hayes is back and made an immediate impact on the Bucks. We're going to talk about that and the week that was. Let's go Bucks. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening in. We promised a prospect update episode. We sat down today to record our regular weekly episode and then the prospect updates and everything, and we went really long. So what we're going to do is we're going to release the regular episode of just us recording everything that happened this week, uh, breaking down Key Brian Hayes and the return and all of that. The prospect talk that took place, we will release later this week as an episode in and of itself that will be released as a one-time prospect update midweek kind of thing. So you'll hear more about that at the end. But for now, I just want to get you to our regular weekly episode, but a prospect update episode is coming later this week. Key Brian Hayes is back. Sure is, in a big way. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, did drop one today, so we're not going to be undefeated with Key Brian. When he plays a full game. When he plays a full game, which we knew that. Yeah. So anyway, Adam Frazier has 76 hits. He leads the Major League Baseball still. Adam Frazier leads MLB in doubles with 20. He's put Reynolds in the dust. Reynolds still at 17. Five players with about 18 or 19. Adam Frazier, just two triples behind the MLB lead. He has three. Five is the lead. The Reds, Castellanos, and Winker lead all of MLB in average. Then Vlad Guerrero Jr. and then Adam Frazier. So go vote for the All-Star game and make sure Adam Frazier gets in. Yes, sir. This guy is unreal. He never stops. He's a hitter. Yep. He's a professional hitter. Yeah, I mean, and that's notable because he's got, what, two home runs? And everybody is only looking at the play. I mean, Winker is hitting 350, and he's number two in average. But he also just hit three home runs today. So, right. I mean, him and Castellanos are in bombs, and they have a high average. I'm not trying to say that, but neither one of those guys are second baseman either. True. So, go ahead and vote for Castellanos and Winker. They deserve to be there as well. Yeah. But when you do the vote, you should vote for Adam Frazier. A bunch. A bunch. Every day. And then I don't care what you do with the rest of your... Uh, honestly, but Brian Reynolds. Vote for those two guys. Jacob Stallings. You could make a case for Jacob Stallings. Yeah. There's not... I mean, if I was literally just saying who... If I was picking, it'd be Buster Posey. No doubt. It's not even close. Yeah. After that, there's a lot of numbers that you could teeter-totter with about five or six guys. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. But go ahead and vote for him. Catching's not real deep No. right now. No, but Buster Posey's really having a, a, a good... A resurgent year. Yeah, I mean, he's 
he's aging, so I don't know that you call it like, oh, he's back. You know what I mean? But he's having another right. good year. He's yeah. looking like his former self. He's been really good. He's been a big part of the reason why the Giants are still relevant. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Key Brian Hayes is back. I just wanted to throw that Adam Frazier stuff in there. We do need to vote yeah, for Adam for sure. Frazier because, unfortunately, you don't get to the All-Star game on merit. Nope. Nope. You get to the All-Star game if you're popular. Well, you can. Yeah. The, uh, yes. the coaches select the backups. Yeah, but... I believe. I think the people vote for the starters. And then once the starters are announced, the coaches from each team kind of handpick. But he should be the starting second baseman. Well, don't the players vote too? There's parts of that that happen, yes. But the starters are picked by the fans. Yeah. And I know that when I'm looking through, I voted for a couple guys that I wasn't familiar with. Some, a couple American League guys. That I was like, oh, I didn't realize this guy was going off. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, Key Brian, <laughs> once again, the very first game, it's not only at the plate. The two plays he made defensively that really oh, changed yeah. the, I mean. When he slid to his left. That was the one. Jeez. Jazz Chisholm on that play, which, by the way, blazing. You yeah. can count on one hand. How many players can get over 30 feet per second? He was at 30.3 feet per second on that play. And Key Brian still got him out. That's ridiculous. Yeah. There's things like that that you read about. And you're like, yeah, I mean, he slid to his left. It was a really good play. He popped up. He threw the guy out. Yeah, but to realize that he threw out a left-handed hitter who has elite speed mm-hmm. and used that elite speed on that play. Like, it wasn't just the guy's usually fast, but did he really run hard? Yeah, he actually ran 30.3 feet per second on that. Yeah, and and Key's dive wasn't real, like, pretty, per se, but it's probably because he knew who was running. He had to get down and get back up quick, yes. Like, you you can't drop to your stomach on that. No. Because he kind of went on all fours. Yeah, and it was too close. It was too close to... to, If he would have went to his belly, no way he's throwing him out. He overdives it if he goes, you know what I mean? Yeah. He has to go down that way because it he had to get he had to get down more than he yeah. had to get over. Yeah. And then the Mar- the Marte line drive, most third basemen catch that laying out if they catch it. Yeah. That's a 101 off the bat, off Marte's bat and he was playing mm-hmm. in and Casey bunted. <laughs> I mean, that's sick. Yeah. Call Moran also back today. First mm-hmm. pitch he saw back, RBI double. double. Line. So that's good. We're starting to see that. I think that that Philip Evans probably played his last game at AAA today. Pirates got a day off tomorrow. I would venture to say that currently he's getting on a plane right now and, and yeah. heading to Pittsburgh to have a day with the team before he's reinstated. So big decision time. We've already seen the decisions that were made. They did it in a weird way this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Key Brian came back, we talked about how he was going to come back. And at first we said, well, Cole Tucker's gone. Yeah, but, well, there's not a spot on the 40-man roster. So what they ended up doing was Brubaker, who was on bereavement, came back but had to go through COVID protocols. And something I learned this week, when you're on the COVID IL, 
you do not take up a 40-man roster spot. And there's no timetable on it, right? There is no timetable on it. They, they call it on the site, it says 10-day IL, but there's actually no time on it. So it that's like a wishy-washy. They put 10-day IL, but in reality, it was the COVID IL. And yeah, there is no... And I'm not sure I knew that there was no timetable. I, I thought I knew that, but the timetable was just based on if you test negative, you can come back. Yeah. Or you have to test negative twice or whatever it is right now. I don't know. But right. I knew that that was basically your timetable. That there isn't really. But I did not know that he didn't take up a 40-man roster spot. So they kind of got a push on that. However, it only lasted one day. Brubaker came back on, and Will Craig was DFA'd. So... And I'm the, the baseball contract world is very weird. And yeah. I try to understand it. There's a lot of things. I believe if if he clears waivers, he can be assigned to AAA. But then he has to accept. But then if he accepts, does he have to go through waivers again? I don't really know. I don't think so. They I have, think he gets the option once he clears they have so waivers. many days on waivers to trade him. Basically, if somebody says, I want him, then they say, all right, let's work out a deal, or we can pull him back and figure something else out. But once he clears through that, then there's another clear through where it's outright, and he could just be pulled, and you would have no control over it. Something like that. I don't really know. There are a bunch, and it depends on what month it is, because then the rules change. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I don't know. But anyway... Uh, I haven't heard from that. I think we're still in the, I think it's a seven day period or something. So that happened Friday. So we've, we've got a few times, but this week we should know is Will Craig going to be playing in Indy for us or is another team going to pick him up or is it going to be uh, Ildemaro Vargas, the, you know, last week or whatever we DFA'd him and it looked like we, I don't know if they claimed him or if it was just a, whatever it was, we traded into the Diamondbacks for cash. Hmm. So, I, yeah, a lot of weird. If I understood it all, I'd explain it all. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, um, so, anyway, yeah, Will Craig gone. Then Colin Moran was back today. This was the opportunity for Cole Tucker just to be optioned. So, that was a simple decision, Yeah, uh, in my opinion. I think. I mean, they want Cole Tucker to play every day. So that was an easy decision. He has the, He's already been optioned once, so they've already used it. Let's go. So yeah. now Phillip Evans is going to come back, and they've basically got to make a decision on Defoe, Gamble, or Tom. So you got to think it's, it's either Gamble or Tom and not Defoe. Defoe is doing great pinch hitting. He's hitting over 300 as a pinch hitter or at 300 or whatever. So I would say that Defoe's safe. Gamble will be my pick to stick around. Same. Yeah. Tom, you've had some great at-bats and some good games, but I think this is probably the end for us. <laughs> yeah. I will say that ball that he hit, when, when I forget what day that was. I think it was against the Marlins. He hit a line drive laser beam out, and he freaking crushed it. Yeah. It was like 104, 105 off the bat, like just smoked. Yeah. I mean, there's something there, right? I'm yeah. <laughs> nobody, he's been claimed twice. Right. You don't get claimed if there's not something there. Our problem is, 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 you know, there's a decision to be made here about who goes down, who we DFA. 
but the problem we also have is <laughs> it's not because we're so loaded. Right. It's because we have so many mediocre players. Yep. And it just it it, it does make it a tough decision to who you who you gamble on pretty much. Well, and the guys that they have right now are guys they're also claiming. Right. And so, well, aside from Defoe, which was a, which was a minor league deal that he made good on. Um, but like when you talk about Gamble, Ildemar Var- Vargas, Tom Fowler mm-hmm. was a claim, I believe. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're, you know what I mean? Right. So I think it's, it's Tom's turn. He's probably on his way out. I would imagine, and that's why I say that, because Alfred and, and Fowler are playing. So nobody claimed those guys. Right. I think Tom will get claimed. I just do. Yeah. Somebody somewhere has a need after some injuries or whatever. and Right. I think he showed enough. He might not. But then there's also the decision if he doesn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they just release him. <laughs> just because... Where are you going to put him? And we've got a ton of outfielders at AAA right now and four catchers for whatever reason. Yeah. So. So also today, Austin Davis reinstated from the IL. He was on the 60-day. He started off the year hurt. When he came back, Mitch Keller went on the COVID IL. So to put a little bit into that, Mitch Keller only pitched two innings on Friday. And was just pulled. And I'm pretty sure that a pitcher just hit for him. Is that right? Yeah, it was Chase DeYoung. Chase DeYoung just hit for him. Now, he didn't come in for him. Underwood came in. But, yeah, weird. Yeah, I was looking at that the other day because I didn't get to watch that game, but I was looking up the box score and everything, and I saw he threw two innings, and then I said, well, this doesn't make sense. I was like, why did we pinch hit Chase DeYoung? Like, that just is it blew my mind. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, when you're in a third inning, I guess you don't want to use your bench yet. That's it. And they said that it was heat-related and that he went on the COVID IL. Shelton was asked, hey, did these two things have something to do with each other? And he said, he's on the COVID IL. I'm, I'm not allowed to say anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he can't comment on it, so... Draw your own conclusions. Yeah. If you think maybe the dude was sick, or it might have just been a coincidence. He might have been around somebody who got tested positive, and that would mean he would have to go on this. So, well, he he wouldn't have to. He could just go away from the team and get tested and not be around the team. Right. But they would have chose to put him on the COVID IL because what you said, there's no timetable. And they were reinstating Austin Davis, so this gives them some more time to make a decision on who they're sending down. Right. You know what I mean? It could be that, or it could be uh, we think he might have it. You know what I mean? (laughs) So we're waiting and we're doing some tests. So that would make sense, too. Key Brian Hayes is back. (laughs) Yep. It is so weird because the dude's played in less than 30 games or maybe 30 games now total in his career, but it's like Starley Marte is coming back or Andrew McCutcheon is coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it feels like that. And then when he came back, I was like, all right, we need to, maybe we need to chill a little bit with it. It's exciting, but let's give him some, no, he's like, no, out of the gate. Good at bats. Great defense. Yeah. I mean, he 
infield single, beat out an infield single, was first at bat. Then he tripled and scored later in the game. Yeah, it was just in the and the defensive plays. I mean, it was just right. it was just impactful. And then it was more of the same. Like it mm-hmm. didn't stop there. Two more hits the next night, including the two run homer in the first inning. Yeah. It was just are you when that game started, are you serious? <laughs> because you're sitting here saying, I'm trying not to make the most important player on our team somebody who's played 30 games in major leagues. You know what I mean? Right. But he's making it hard. He's making <laughs> it hard to chill on the hype. Right. You know what I mean? One for six in the in the 12 inning game. There you go. And he yeah, comes he right almost, back today and goes two for four. He almost ended that game. Yeah, he. I thought he got it. Me too. We were actually on a duo call with our mom, and Katie was talking to her, and Katie looks at me and says, don't get excited, it doesn't go out. I'm like, <laughs> what? What? And then, he, and then he hits the ball, because we're on MLB TV, and she's watching local, you know what I mean? So right. she's ahead of us. I was like, first off, come on. She's like, I didn't want you to get too excited. And I almost mm. still, even though she told me that, I still almost thought it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's lying to me. That's funny. He's got a knack for it. There are some guys, and he's not even super vocal, but it's just his performance. He's so smooth. Somebody tweeted this week, the only problem with Key Brian Hayes' game is that sometimes he makes the difficult plays look easy, if you can call that a problem. Because then you forget how difficult they are. Yeah. That's been said about a lot of people. It's uh, It's a good compliment to have. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So the games this week, uh, three and three record. So not bad. Split them up. You dropped two in Kansas City, which was kind of a bummer, especially because they weren't good. Yeah. Chad Cool only went four innings. He didn't walk anyone. He struck out five. Six hits, three runs. It just didn't feel uh, 75 pitches in four innings, man. Right. We got to get it down. But then Underwood, Oviedo, each gave up two runs. So it just kind of got away. Um, Brian Reynolds homer in this game. Adam Frazier double. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, it stinks losing 7-3 to three and then 10-5 to five to the to the Royals. And that was Will Crow's four-inning performance. Went out there for the fifth. All in all, eight runs. And then Will Crow was sent down when Hayes came back, which makes sense. And it's a shame. Right. We talked about his first few starts and how they were effective and not terrible. And it was like each start he had one inning that got away from him, whether yeah. it was early or late. And it ended up saying, ah, you were close to having a good start. Instead, yeah. If you didn't watch it, you didn't think so. You know what I mean? Right. This one was was kind of the the one that really um, really blew up on him. You know what I mean? Sure. I wonder if he knew he was next. You know, I wonder if he knew I'm getting sent down after this start, and I wonder if it did something. You know what I mean? I I don't think so because you still gotta. He's he's still gonna want to go out there and show that he can hang in the big leagues. 
Oh, there's no doubt. Called back up. You know what I mean? There's no doubt. I just wonder if it played played with it. it. You don't think so? No, I don't. Okay. If he even knew. Right. But he's now going back to AAA, riding an 0-4 record with a 7.26 ERA. And that ERA was sitting around 450 or so for a while. And and I actually thought, uh, 450 is not bad. Like, that could come down with some good starts, if if that's what you're thinking. It's also, right. uh, it's your first year. If you get some spot starts here and there, and you spread them out, and you end up with like a 450 ERA, I think it's like, uh, it's not, I understand that. He just had spot starts. Yeah. But now you say, oh, 726 ERA. Yeah, he had spot starts, but they did not work out. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it looks it looks bad on him. And, it, you know, for this game to happen and for it to show up like that, it does give you a – you'd like them to be in a place where if they give up eight runs, it moves them to a 450. Right. You know what I mean? But anyway, bullpen was still good that game. I mean, gave up a couple more runs, but you get the eight runs in there. It's kind of hard to come back from that. And we actually did. I said last week that, that that Brady Singer was pitching for them, and we actually got to him a little bit. Yeah. And we scored five off off of Singer and and pushed him out in the sixth inning. So, But like we said, he's also – that's been happening to him as well. Other than that, Frazier hit two doubles. <laughs> <laughs> so then the key Brian Hayes game, um, which was interesting. Rain in the forecast – you would have expected, oh, hey, this is why I don't like making the, hey, Key Brian Hayes is back from the injured list, and we're going to announce it at 3 p.m. Right. If you really want people to show up to see Key Brian Hayes, you might want to bring that up earlier. Tell everybody yeah. it's going to happen. Right. That's not good marketing. I understand what they're doing, but mm-hmm. it's not good marketing. So anyway, it was also Marte's first game back. We talked about that last week. They did a little video for him. They mm-hmm. played his music when he came up. You know, visiting players don't get music. Don't get walk-up music. He got walk-up right. music. They do that for former players. I always think it's good. He said some things this week, especially today after the last game or whatever. He sent a tweet out saying how much he loved his years in Pittsburgh. And he, yeah. he thanked the fans for his welcome back. Unfortunately for both Hayes and Marte. 4,192 people in attendance. Now, if you remember, we talked about this attendance thing. Yeah. And we were wrong. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. yep. we understand this is a Thursday night, which when, remember we talked about this and we said, here's the bad nights. It's weeknights, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Those were the two nights that we saw that were low, low attendance. And, the really bad ones were Tuesdays and Thursdays when there was rain Yeah, in the forecast. Here we are a Thursday with rain in the forecast, and we dipped as low as 4,000. So I didn't put that kind of thing into consideration because I thought there are going to be people who want a ticket who aren't going to be able to get one. Right. And so I thought there will still be more than 5,000 people who want a ticket. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. It wasn't the case, despite the fact... Marte wasn't McCutcheon, so no. it makes sense that people weren't marking this day on their calendar. But also, you didn't mark anything on your calendar because you didn't know right, whether you were going to be allowed to be there. 
whether you were going to be allowed to be there unmasked or whatever. So currently at the stadium, if you haven't got your vaccine, you're supposed to be wearing a mask. So uh, it's on the honor system. Do what you want to do. But the point is people aren't going. I wonder if we've got to a point where, oh, we didn't get to go to any games for a year. I don't go to games anymore. If I've already gotten in, you know what I mean? If you're right that casual fan that just says, what are the things that I do for an evening? Oh, we like to go to Bucko's games. We like to do this. Well, the pirate game thing's out. Like baseball games. Let's say, you know, baseball. Baseball games are out. You haven't been able to go. I right. think people maybe just kind of got out of that. It's going to take the team to be good to get back into it. I don't know. Small Relevant. take. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. The only, the only, now Texas, the Rangers, they're, they're filling that stadium up, but that's because it's a brand new stadium and nobody got to see it yet. Sure. So they don't have any problem, but they have a reason. Yeah. We've been, you know, sure, PNC Park's beautiful, but we've seen it. Man, that makes, right. that hurts me to say because I still love seeing it every time I get to see it, but. <laughs> right. But you know what I mean? Yeah. The novelty or so is worn off when you're not there. It comes back when you show up. Yeah. But it, when you're not there some or not thinking about it, the novelty has worn off. It's been 20 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, dude, Thursday night was Key Brian Hayes' first time playing a game at PNC Park with people there. Yep. You've never seen him. Right. You know what I mean? So you think that would entice people to show up too? Yeah. I, I'm not sure why it's not. I'm going. I'm going Tuesday. You're. You said you're. You're. You didn't get to go this weekend. You were going to go. I was going to, but I, I didn't get to. But you're trying to go this coming week. I mean, like you're just sitting there. You're trying to get. You're trying yeah. to get to the game. Right. So, uh, yeah. I if you're listening and you're not going to the game intentionally. And you have a reason. I need to know it. It can't just be they're terrible. Even when they were terrible, we never had 4,000, as low as 4,000 people there. So there's other reasons. I know a lot of people are in that. We're giving up on them. But yeah. who you giving up? You're giving up on Huntington. And he's gone. Right. That's what I keep trying to tell people. Because I, I know some that are you know vocal to me about it. I'm like, listen. The problem possibly is gone. They still, they, I mean, they're still not going to go out and spend a bunch of money because that's not what they do, but there's other teams that do the exact same thing that that the pirates do. They've just done a better job. They're, they're further along player development. Yeah. They're further along. Look at Cleveland. They don't have much more money than Pittsburgh does. No, but they have a Oakland, Tampa Bay. I mean, they all do it. Yeah, but uh, specifically Cleveland. And the reason I want to look specifically at Cleveland, Oakland's still, San Francisco's still big. Oakland's still big. They choose yeah, not they to spend money. Right. But it's they different. Don't, is the point. Yeah. But, but teams that are strapped, Cleveland has a plan. And they've been putting that plan into action. Look at the guys. Kluber, Bauer, Carrasco. Uh, Cl- even go back to Cliff Lee and whoever 
these starting pitchers, Sabathia, Sabathia, even go all it the way. Goes, you can go all the way back to Bartolo Colon. Well, but the problem is, is that the the current regime, like their GM right now, was the assistant to their last GM, and their last GM has moved up. So the last two GMs, it's all the same plan. Yeah. They just continued carrying out that plan. Just the GM got a promotion, and then the his guy under him got the GM. They're still doing the same stuff, right. and that's been since ninety something late late nineties, and they've traded especially. I mean, that takes some time. It takes five years to put that type of thing into place, and they've done it so well that they can continue to get rid of guys like. Kluber, like Bauer, like Carrasco, like Clevenger. That's the one I wasn't thinking of, Clevenger. Yeah, I'm just talking about pitching because okay. what they've done is their plan is we're getting pitchers, we're like we're drafting and signing pitchers, and we're developing them. And you got Shane Bieber, who now won a Cy Young. And you still have an elite starting rotation in, Pit- in, in Pittsburgh, in Cleveland. <laughs> Right. And it's because they had a plan and they've put it into action. And it's all about developing. Now, for them, it's specifically pitching. Uh, they're still trying to figure out how to get an outfield on their team. <laughs> but right. specifically pitching, I mean, they're elite. If you look at a span of time and how many pitchers have contributed to that, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's because they have a plan, which is why... Tanash Thomas was either really mad when he got traded to Pittsburgh or we were really fortunate because you know they know arms. Yeah. And he came from Cleveland. We'll talk about him later. But anyway, that's what Sherrington has the ability to do. Now, I don't know if his thing might not be specifically pitching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But his idea is get the best players you can. And when he went out and got players, he got very young players. We're going to talk about a lot of them here in a little bit. And he's his plan is development. So it takes time to do that. But once you do it, I mean, Cleveland continues to compete. And they're doing it with a very uh, weak offense, I'll say. Even their best player right now is hitting under 260. Like best all-around player, Jose Ramirez. Yeah. And it's just the idea also, I understand about spending money too, if you want them to spend money and they've, and you saw Huntington was able to get nutting to open up his wallet for players that are currently on the pirates, McCutcheon, Marte, Polanco, Harrison. Didn't Tabata get a deal? Tabata got a deal. There's been extensions that have been signed that I would imagine key. Brian Hayes gets on this list, getting an extension. And what you end up doing is you buy two or three years of free agency off of the player, but you allow him to get to free agency and at still a reasonable age so that they can go and sign a reasonable contract. Marte has done that, I believe. Or no, he's still on the last year of that deal. Yeah. This is his last year of, of the, of the pirates extension. Yeah. Now they ended up dealing him because Sherrington came in and said, I have a plan. Sherrington, but you got to understand when Sherrington comes in, he has to he has to put his plan together. And Starley Marte was the best player, yeah, with the most value. And we got two really good prospects out of him. We'll talk about both of them later. So anyway, 
if he's going to open his wallet, he's going to do it for extensions. And I think that's the right way to do it. McCutcheon's best years are behind him. If we were going to, yeah. if we were going to sign him to a contract, we wouldn't have gotten what we would expect to get. Right. So anyway, derailing, go see key Brian Hayes at the field. He's electric, man. He's electric. And you haven't gotten an opportunity to do that yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go give him some support. He's very young. I get it, but he's got it. He's a difference maker. He's one of the, there are teams out there who are better than the pirates who do not have a player who has what he has. Right. And if they had a player like that, it would move them to the next level. There are players like that in the league and not a lot of them, but they're there. Now, some teams might have three or four of them. So therefore it kind of diminishes that, that unwritten aspect of it. The thing that you can't quantify with analytics you know what I mean? Yeah. He's got that. But we won the game. Good job, guys. 5-3 win Thursday. Open up the offense for a 9-2 win on Friday. That was the day that Mitch Keller, only through two innings, gave up two runs. So is this a bad start? I'd say so. Yeah. I know you were sick, but this was his bad start. And I say that to say that means the next one's got to be good. Right. Yeah. If the next one's bad, I'm going to I'm going to actually give a pass on the every other one because this one was interrupted and it wasn't a real. <laughs> but hopefully it counts as his bad one. Right. Yeah. I Underwood agree. threw two, Shreve one and a third, and then Stratton came in for three and two thirds and gets a save out of it, too, because we scored our runs in the sixth. Uh, five of them. So it was still a save situation. Great job by the bullpen. Shut them down. Frazier, two hits. Hayes, two hits. Reynolds, two hits. This is when you, you go there. It was actually hilarious to me because you'd watch those three hit in a row. And you say, a lot of teams don't even have this. Right. Yeah. Now, there's more power on a lot of teams. No doubt. Mm -hmm. But pound for pound, what those three guys can do, one, two, three. And now we had Moran there which makes it one more. But once you start going four, there's going to be some other teams getting involved. But one, two, three, man, when you watch just that one, two, three, you think this team's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I mean, it gets, it gets down <laughs> when you get to the sixth spot in your order and you got yeah. Tom Newman, Gonzalez and pitcher. That's like, okay, yeah. Now I understand why we have 20 some wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes sense to me now. But Hayes hits a two-run homer in this game, just adding to the lore of Key Brian Hayes. The hilarious thing was that the catcher, Sandy Leone, actually shut them down one, two, three in the inning that he pitched. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird one, but it happens. Saturday was a 12-inning game. That was exciting. Mm -hmm. You know what? Hold on. In the, in the, in the five-to-three game, we were down three to two when Stallings hit a, a bases loaded double. Yeah. After being down 0-2 and looking silly on the second strike. I wanted to say this and I forgot because I knew it was all going to be about Key Brian Hayes and what he did in that game. But Stallings should get kudos for that. That was a two-out bases clearing double. And that won the game. Yeah. Two okay. out, two strike. Two strike. He was 0-2. And on the second pitch... 
He looked awful. And he fouled off like six pitches or something crazy. Like shorten up. You shorten your swing. This is what we talk about. Quit swinging for the fence. You shorten up. He fouled off pitches until the pitcher made a mistake. And he made a mistake yeah. right over the middle. And that's the one that you hit. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, Saturday was a fun one. DeYoung looked good again and then got hit late, you know, later. First three innings, cruising, three inning or three runs in the fourth, and you're like, ah, let's see if he bounces back. No, two two more runs. Uh gets through the fifth, but then another good job by the bullpen. And then we had our second blown save from Richard Rodriguez. There was a save in between. Mm-hmm. But We've seen the second blown save that this could have been could have been bad because then we go into the tenth and they score, but then we score in the tenth, and then we hold them and then they hold us and then we hold them in the twelfth and we end up getting the the run in the twelfth inning. We thought Key Bryan hit the the two run homer, but Frazier tags up, gets the third, and actually I thought it was over in the eleventh when Frazier got up. <laughs> I was like, oh, Fra- yeah. Frazier's up. Guy yep. on third, this game's over. No, he didn't get it Not done. Same thing. Which is okay, but he didn't get it done. But who But who did get it done? The Cheetah. The Cheetah got it done again. Stallings basically so they, right up the middle. Yep, the, the fly ball that almost went out, fly ball to the warning track by Key Brian Hayes. Frazier tags up and goes to third, which was big, and then they walk Reynolds intentionally. Mm-hmm. And then Stallings... Lace the base it up the middle, game over. 12 innings. And then they went for the sweep today and basically, in a nutshell, ran into Sandy Alcantara. In a nutshell, it's super hard to sweep a four-game series. Very hard to sweep a four-game series. But also, Sandy Alcantara was really good today. Yeah. He, he was good when he needed to pitch to contact early. He got strikeouts when it mattered. He only had six strikeouts, but he went eight shutout innings. I'm sorry. We scored the run in the first, but it was the fielding error. The first hitter of the game, Aguilar, makes the error, and then Moran hits a double. He scores. So an, a run, but not an earned run. Very first inning. And then just cruise control. He didn't start hit. He started hitting 100 miles per hour in the sixth inning. Now, he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. He ended up with 103 pitches which was his career high, his old career high was 102. So he's done this before. He's a good pitcher. And we ran into him today. Couldn't get to the bullpen early enough. So three to one loss. We out hit them, but they had the runs. Three and three week. Not too bad, actually. Frazier also hit another double to get to 20. So there's your MLB lead in doubles to this point. Should be in the All-Star game. Agreed. All right, so that's that. I want to say again, when we sat down to talk about the prospects, everything is so long that we're going to release it as two. So this is one. Later this week, we will have a prospect update episode out. So keep your eyes out for that. It'll probably be Thursday, Friday, somewhere in that range, Thursday or Friday. And it'll just be prospect updates. So. Look out for that. Until then, the Dodgers are coming to town. We got three games against the Dodgers, and then we go to Milwaukee for the weekend series. Another week with six games. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, I'll be at the game. 
Walker Bueller versus JT Brubaker. Hopefully a really good game. Bueller's awesome. Brubaker has been awesome most of the year. Not quite Walker Bueller status, but he's been good. <laughs> right. And then Wednesday, it says two to be determined. I'm guessing it's Tony Gonsolin. They did say that he's going to make a start. And Tyler Anderson, Julio Urias versus Mitch Keller, assuming Keller is okay and back. That'll be right. Thursday. And then I'm not sure about the, the weekend games, but uh, likely candidates to be thrown then. So uh, this could be a rough week. I mean, both these teams are good. Yeah. You know, look to see for for, for different things. If we can, I mean, two and four is very realistic. Um, if we can take one of these series, I think that'd be exciting. Maybe hopefully the one at home against the Dodgers, that'd be really exciting. I mean, we know that, I mean, that we've said the Dodgers are struggling, but only for the Dodgers. They're 34 and 25, so they're better right. than the, they're still better than the Brewers by a game. So, mm-hmm. you know, Brewers have been pitching really well, so that's going to be fun if we run into those types of guys that have been thrown real well, but they're still our Buckos. And we love our Buckos. And we love our Buckos. Anyway, uh, that's all we have for today. Remember, there will be a second episode this week with the prospect update. We said we were going to do it. We actually did it. It's just going to be really long if we put it all into one. So we're going to release two so that you don't have to sit through that because it is long. There's a lot of players. We're doing Mm -hmm. all of the top 30, uh, and then we throw a couple extras in there too, but we are going through all of the top 30. So stay tuned for that. It will be out this week. Uh, That's all we have for today. Let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks.